Hey everybody, this is the Empty Arena Podcast, episode 6. Believe it or not, it's actually episode 6 this week. Last week we were on episode 5. So, I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Danny. And I'm Nick. And this is the Empty Arena Podcast again. So, uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about random WWE tag teams. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by random, we mean people that were just thrown together that we did not know was going to work. Singles competitors, you know, that were put together. Rock and Sock, Kane and Taker. Rated RKO. Rated Rated RKO, RKO, there you go. And uh, if anyone's listening and wondering where Chris is, uh, he took a nice bump uh, on Friday. He had a surgery for his eyes. Uh, Yes. He had laser surgery so he could see clearly now. The rain is gone. Um, (laughs) And it's going to be a bright day. I think think uh, next time we see Chris, he's going to have a, uh, a blind wrestler gimmick. And then months later, he's going to reveal that he wasn't blind the whole time Damn. and attack us. That sounds uh, so legitimate, get, actually. Get Yeah. Get better, Chris. We love you. So, moving on. Moving right. on. So, sorry to hear about that, Chris. Um, all right. So, what well, are some ideas? Let's well, let's let's address the, uh, the, the elephant in the room from last week. Danny's here. We have a... Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. We, we have a, a winner of our... Podcast sweepstakes. Yeah, some guy. We don't really like him that much. Our, so. our, our but, boy, <laughs> but, 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 our boy Joe V. And, and we don't want to give last names so we can keep it private. Right. So nobody can reach out to this yeah. Joe V. Yeah, Joe yeah, V. This, this guy, what a what a what a troublemaker he is. First and he's foremost. a heel, classic heel, classic heel guy. But he does support our podcast, so we'll figure out. Absolutely. This, this, I think this might be in the form of a of a Miller Lite at a at a, lo- at, at a Staten Island bar <laughs> at, a, at a brewery of some sort. <laughs> And uh, I, I think that he would appreciate that, actually. I think he'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and he's probably sure. listening to this right now, marking out. Yes, marking I said out. marking out. Who doesn't oh. appreciate a good beer? Man, that's a good right. brew. That's so, right. uh, Nick, people who don't drink wouldn't appreciate a good beer. So that is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, geez. Um, but I guess before we start talking about that, should we uh, just touch on Ron Smackdown and, and the week that was wrestling? If we must. Sure. sure. If we if we must. <laughs> we must. So I thought I thought Raw was, uh, was pretty interesting. I mean, at at this point, everything's kind of a placeholder until the Super Showdown in yeah, uh, in, in Australia. Australia, right? Uh, I thought there was um, good story development with the Shield and Dogs of War. I feel like at this point, we kind of have to, you know, have to kind of just go with the flow with this with the Shield reunion. I don't think we're getting well. The the, the Shield reunion it was kind of thrown up for a loop this week. Um, not really necessarily a loop, but when. Uh, Dean Ambrose kind of uh, confronted uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, they were so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that didn't see it, uh, basically the Dogs of War, I guess Strowman and his uh, and his cronies were trying to poke and prod at Dean Ambrose, telling him basically, you know, Seth has the IC belt and Roman has the Universal belt, and you got nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, two years ago on SmackDown, uh, you, you were fighting for the WWE Championship and you're headlining right. the show and. Now you're doing, you know, now you're just helping out your boys, you know, helping them win titles versus your own, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like, I like that angle because, you know, the mind game warfare type stuff. It's, that's, That's, I like that. That's that's right up up your alley. It is, it is. It's like an old, uh, it's an old school, uh, you know, heat builder and and it kind of makes you think like oh my god, you know, is Dean Ambrose going to turn eventually or something? Will he turn on them? I don't know, you know. I mean, doubtful that he'll turn on them. Doubt, very doubtful. They're, very they're, doubtful. They'll do some. Maybe they'll do something in Australia. Like if they really want to have a twist, maybe they'll. But I doubt it. Well, for the time being, to, for the time being, as we all know, he chose to stay with his brothers in arms. Yes. The Shield. I'll ask my dad. My dad will tell me what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they definitely planted the seeds when you when you have two other guys in a three man group uh, holding uh, significant uh, championships. It makes you kind of. It makes you think that the third guy is going to get jealous. He goes, Where, where's my prize and things like that. So yep. they were definitely trying to play on that. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I, I don't see this really turning into a heel turn right now anytime soon. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they're really going to ride this uh, shield wave for as long as they could because uh, at the end of the day, one of the uh, byproducts of it is uh, keeping Roman over. So I guess they, you know, don't want to just throw that away. You know? It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost too obvious. And then we saw at the end of the night, um, it was Corbin and the AOP against the Shield, and there was a little, 
little back and forth towards the end. You weren't sure which way Dean was going to go, and you know, he ultimately went with his well, bros. Uh, speaking of uh, Corbin, isn't his job being reviewed or is on the line or something like that? Like, well, we had uh, so so it was Stephanie McMahon's birthday, and Corbin happy birthday, had, Steph. Had a, yeah, it's happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steph. Stephanie. <laughs> Where to, Teddy? Where to? Old <laughs> <laughs> <Old> flashback. <laughs> um, so it was her. It was her birthday, and of course he was, you know, kissing up to her, saying like, "Hey, Stephanie, I had a, we had a great show." That's not. A, that's not a. That's, that's, that's a terrible. At all. We'll work on that. Ooh, all right, it's not as good as my Strowman or my McMahon. <laughs> and by the way, for those of you who are just tuning in, um, we are. Bad impersonators. Um, really awful. But, but we're going to work on but it. But we think that we're good. So like that's all that matters. That's yeah. all that matters. But, but yeah. I think somewhere down the line, we may have a segment where a special guest reaches uh, reaches out to us sometime in, uh, I don't know, let's say 20 episodes, if you ever got that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, we could have Shawn Michaels reach out. That's what I think Shawn Michaels. Michaels might be on the show. Or you could have Brett the Hitman Hart call in and talk about how lame your podcast is. <laughs> or The Undertaker. Which actually, was, that was not a bad impersonation. Or maybe Mr. McMahon saying, You're fired. What? God damn it, this podcast what? is terrible. This podcast is awful. Um, all right. Uh, what else happened on Raw? I don't so, know. Um, uh, well, yeah, they had, well, the, they had the six-man tag match between the, the Shield, AOP, and, and, you know, and, and Corbin. So AOP had a nice showing. It's nice that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, instead of them coming out week after week and demolishing poor local talent, uh, they actually <laughs> are put into a legit match with main roster guys, and mm-hmm. it, it gave them a chance to show themselves. And I think, uh, you know, Tag Team Gold is in their future, no doubt about it. I don't like them. I, I don't like them as uh, the tag team. And, and, John's are hot takes. Yeah, I don't like them as John the tag team, right and I don't like hip. them. Yeah, jeez, John. Well, well, you know, they're 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 basically the, the revival, or you know, they're, they're basically the revival, or Connor and uh, here's uh, what's I think, his name. Uh, I think their problem. I think AOP's problem. Well, it's something that. You know, if you had the right set, the right combination of, of elements, you know, it, it could be managed. But they need a mouthpiece. I don't. I, I just don't think Drake Maverick no. is the right fit for them as a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It just was so random when we first saw him. I'm like, that's the general manager of 205 Live, and it just was so random. And it blurred right. the lines of the independence of of both shows and. Put somebody else with them. I mean, God. Well, what about Leo Rush? Instead of having Leo Rush with uh uh-huh. with Bobby Lashley, we could get Leo Rush. <laughs> Yeah, I mean uh, that could work. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, you know, for, <coughs> I think they have potential. I think they they didn't eat a pin on uh, on Monday night, so that's that's a start. Like they had Corbin take the pin, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. they'll they'll be okay. Um, but I agree. I don't. I, Drake Maverick is that his that is that his name? Drake Maverick. Yep. I wasn't sure. I thought. That sounded like a made-up name. Although it is, it is a made-up, made-up name. name. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like a really a, cool made-up it, name. It's a mix of a rapper and um, a, a supporting character from Top Gun. Yeah, I don't, I don't love the look with him in the middle or of a gambler. Two. He's, I don't know. His, his t-shirt was way too long. He looked like, uh, like, like a kid. Like, like, a, like a grown man became a child and had the child had the so, so, grown man's clothes on. So it's like a Benjamin Button, like a like that, a big situation. That yeah. kind, he, it, he looks like a GI Joe action figure. He's got the blonde hair, the yeah. tan skin, but he's like miniature size, and he's got like this army outfit on. <laughs> so. so the the uh, the shirt that you mentioned, Andrew, kind of reminded me of. I don't know if you guys remember WCW when. Uh, uh, big show. He was called the Giant at the time. Yes. Oh. They had the they had the giant size shirt. Giant size. Yeah. And then like they'd put like three or four kids inside. Yeah, that. That, that, was, that was a commercial, no? Yeah. That was like yeah. you had to call an eight hundred number to get the T shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think they just painted over the NWO in black, and I think he wore it that night. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, well, now, now that you mentioned Leo Rush, they have, there was a, a segment with Bobby Lashley and Elias and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Really, just setting up for this tag team bout at Super Showdown. Yeah, I mean, since Owens has come back, he really hasn't done what he wants to do. I think it's really just we're biding time until this Super Show. They can't, you know, they're in a situation where they can't keep him off TV for too long before that pay per view. So that I mean, when he quit, 
you knew he was coming back pretty quickly. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would uh, be cool if he you know came back at Super Showdown and inter- you know interfered I, in the match. But I don't understand what happened with the like the whole idea again going back to the mind games. I remember like you know. Uh, I believe that it was Stone Cold when they when McMahon like fired him, so he showed up every night, you know, just like just yeah, like watching. He was watching, fired, right? You knew he was a fire, but he oh, that's, that's like that's like what happened with uh, Cena. He, right. he bought his ticket to WrestleMania yeah. and he sat in the show first row. up, watch everything, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then and then eventually it led to that uh, the, to that whole ridiculousness. Uh, at Raw that one day when he made McMahon pee his pants, but I mean, huh. but I mean, you know, bang three sixteen. Yeah, three sixteen. <laughs> that they, that was a little uh, even for me. That was a little risque. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little much. But a little much. That I mean, with, with wrestlers now, they they get they get arrested, they get fired. Right. Every and, other week. Yeah, and they're back. That's a problem. all right. Yeah. We know you're coming back. We know you're coming. Back. Everyone bought tickets to see Roman Reigns. If he gets arrested at the beginning of the show, you, you know he's coming back at eleven o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if everybody bought tickets to see Roman Reigns though, Andrew. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I buy tickets to see Roman Reigns. See my boys in the Shield. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so, th- as far as that, that was a. Uh, we had yeah Lashley and, right. um, and and Elias. And before we go on to the next match, uh, after that, I just had a quick question: Does anybody know why Leo Rush spells his name L I O? I don't. I, I don't. didn't realize. No, I, I, I I think that's such a weird spelling. And if anyone out there that's listening to us knows, please reach out to us at Empty Arena Show. <laughs> Give us or some at Empty Arena Podcast at yeah, Gmail. If you, if you guys want to call us out on any like facts that we may have gotten well, I guess there aren't facts I guess fake news and if We're, there's any fake news throughout the, uh, throughout the yeah, podcast we, let us know we just kind of go based on our memory of things from four to and we all have terrible memories so. Yeah, so, it's, uh, so yeah I'm not exactly sure why it's spelled Leo should that be pronounced Leo. Lio Lio Rush I like his uh, I, I like the enthusiasm that he adds to Bobby Lashley's character I don't like his mic skills his mic skills no, it, it, Bobby Lashley's mic skills. No, well, or the, the, both. What um, mic skills that Bobby Lashley has? Leo Rush is—he has a lot of enthusiasm, but his mic skills are as bad as Bobby Lashley is. Uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you on that. I'm attacking you. I don't know. <laughs> you know what the problem is? I I think um, everything is just way too scripted, and it's hard to. Yeah. It's hard to get out yeah. of. It's hard to break beyond those restraints. Leo Rush, I mean, he's only 23 years old, so maybe who knows? He's got time on his side. You, you never know. He might, you know, break out of that, you know, restraint of, of uh, you know, being sucked in by a script. You know, he, his exuberance will probably carry him. I, I but think. he's only he's only a manager, though. He's not actually a NXT wrestler or anything, right? He was initially. What happened was yeah. he signed with NXT about a year ago. Dude. And and then he got into some hot water because he made some off-colored tweet about when Emma got released, and he said something like, you know, she wasn't ready for Oscar or something, and he got into some trouble mm. with that. But um, I think can, can you just, elaborate? I mean, this is this is an explicit podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, if we really want to get explicit, I mean, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, he she just. Uh, <laughs> You know, she lost her last match to Asuka. I'm sure some folks out there might remember. Yeah. Um, and she just uh, got released. And uh, he made some kind of tweet saying that Emma wasn't ready for Asuka. I, I, I don't know wh- why he said it or, you know, what prompted him to say it. But nevertheless, he got into some big trouble for it. But he was on NXT for a little while. He was taking some losses. And then and then he just he was off TV and now he's on the main roster and he came on to 205 Live so I don't know he was on 205 Live right was yeah. that okay. I think he is on 205 I don't know. Live yeah. I don't know why but every time I hear his name for some reason it reminds me of Leo Getz any reference lethal weapon whatever you want Leo Getz I think in Leo the back Getz. of my head I think that and maybe that's, what that maybe that's what he's going with with his mm-hmm. gimmick He's the, he's the Leo character from uh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. Lethal Weapons two, three, and four. And four. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of, well, yeah, I mean, which would be funny because not to cut you off, which I did, but that'd be funny if he was uh, <laughs> meant to so. Australia. Mel Gibson could be there. What I think? Oh my god! Crossover. Oh my god! Crossover. <laughs> although, yeah, anyway, although Mel Gibson's not really Australian, but right. or if they had Leo gets. And he was the manager for the Lethal Weapon, Steve Blackman. <laughs> Wait, Steve Blackman's coming back. It's official. Imagine. You heard it here first, everyone. Rumors are exactly what they are. 
Rumors. How about we jump to the uh, next, uh, some other uh, matches on Raw. We got uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defending against the Revival. They beat the Revival uh, clean finish, one, two, three, with the uh, zigzag Claymore combo. Um... So, I yeah. really didn't. I really didn't care about that match. Yeah. To be honest, you knew the rematch was going to come at it some point, but you know, it was just, uh, I guess, uh, you know, a good showcase for them. But we'll see. Um, so uh, the the match I want to leave for last, so it segues into our next thing, uh, is going to be Connor and Chad Gable. Uh, but let's go over to the the, the divas match or the, the the female superstars match. Ooh, I think we need to uh, talk about this situation. Oh. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, Talk of the week, aside from the uh, Ambrose heel turn, I think the, this is one uh, A. Yeah. It was yeah, Bella's against the Riot, Riot Squad, squad. Uh, and it was uh, Natalia on the Bella side too. And Natalia. Yes. So Bella's if anyone and anybody has watched Raw on Monday, everyone knows that Liv Morgan got kicked, beat, <laughs> literally beat. Yeah. Um, Real and, good. And, and yeah, and apparently, Damn. apparently Brie Bella, who seemed to kind of work around this uh basically kicked Liv morgan directly in the face mm-hmm. um and didn't those were some ugly kicks yeah it was yeah. Some really like i don't even nasty, know how to explain it like i'm speechless kick. but um but yeah, one of the kicks rough. yeah one of the kicks must have gotten Liv directly in yeah. on the bridge of her nose or something and she got the wind knocked out of her and brie worked around it and the nose was broken i don't I mean, know about no, no, her, but, her nose wasn't broken she uh, she was doing the um the yes kick the yes kick yeah, similar, yeah. you know and uh, Bam Bryan style and knocked her in the face. Right, twice. and basically got her the wind knocked out of her. I read somewhere that she actually has a concussion. I don't know if that's mm. been confirmed. I, that I think that was yeah. I, and, I heard um, that recently. But yeah, she, she was especially has a concussion. She yeah, it, was pretty, it was pretty bad. I mean, I've I've have watched the UFC a lot, so you know, like that. I've seen people get kicked to the face, and she got kicked to the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Bree, no. Bree was good about it. She actually helped Liv get back to the corner. Yeah, tag, but basically, she helped Liv tag out. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I remember who came in uh, after Liv. It probably uh, Ruby Riot. I'm assuming. Ruby Riot yeah. came in yeah, yeah, and worked yeah. with uh, Brie for a little bit. Yeah, Ruby. I didn't notice this. Supposedly, supposedly she gave uh, Brie uh, a receipt, as they call it. She gave her a couple of uh, stiff forearm shots to the face. I guess is a you know kind of a you know mm-hmm. here here here's for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah why'd you do that, that for or something? And, and yeah. unfortunately, uh, I don't know if you guys follow them on Twitter or anything, but um, uh, people were actually pissed off at yeah. the Bella Twins, especially Bray, Even for what Bray happened. Apologized. And Bree apologized, and she said, yeah. you know, we don't mean to hurt people. It's not our job. Right. Of course. We, you know, we're put into spots like this, and yeah. things I happen, mean, unfortunately. I mean, you know, the, the, the problem is that it happened twice, right? So that's why that's why when, people... When was the first time? No, 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 no. It, the kicks, wasn't it two kicks in a row in the, the second one? She well, did no, kick her multiple times in the face, yeah. and uh, I mean... Looking back at it, you know, you bring up a, a point where you know it's multiple kicks to the face. You would have thought after the first one that she would have clearly noticed yeah. that something was off yeah. on, on Liv's facial expression that she really got her. She would have maybe right. given some indication. But that's that's why I think people were mad. You yeah, know, because it was it was two times, two times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she got her good. Yeah. And um, I mean. I don't know if Liv was, you know, when she was taking the spot on the initial kick, if she, if her if if, because normally when you see people take that spot, they're on their their their, their posture yeah, straight up, chest up, so, so they, they could take the blow on the chest. chest. She right. was leaning forward a little bit too much, and I'm thinking to myself, well, even that is the case. Bree should have adjusted. She could have adjusted, but yeah, after know. the first one, and I, and I think that that's why you know uh, it was it was yeah. such a, a concern or fans were upset because yeah. of it. And over the last few weeks, since she's been back, you know, wrestling full time on both Raw and SmackDown, yeah. Raw with with her sister and SmackDown with her husband, there have been a few times where she's slipped up in the ring a bit. You know, she's mm. does that move against the ropes where she yells "Brie mode" and then she the runs, running knee, yeah, the running knee into the into the third into the bottom rope. So now my that question always is, scares the shit out of me because someone <laughs> could get severely hurt. Yeah, if you the the, wrong the, way. the other notable uh, um, incident where she had a slip up a couple weeks ago was when uh, she would not not once but twice she tried to do a, a middle rope suicide dive and she completely missed. The second one was worse than the first one because the second mm-hmm. one she almost looked like she landed on her head. My God. You know, I, I it's probably the rust. She's got some yeah, rain rust. Yeah, has to I be. Guess. I mean, what, why, why doesn't Brie uh, blame this on the uh, twin magic? 
Just same as old Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one no, big we, difference between Nick, the two Nikki, now. Nikki wears shorts now. <laughs> no, that's, no, Andrew, two big differences. They wear different <laughs> outfits now. Yeah. Bree wears long pants. Nikki wears shorts. That's how you get tell them apart. Nick, we're not, we're not talking cap. about that, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about that, the big hat and, and the big pants. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it's... You know, it, it happens. Like, stuff like that happens. Samoa Joe and Tyson Kidd, they had a match, and Tyson Kidd can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes these it, these injuries are... Well, they, well, the, the shit happens, as they say. Look at draws. Yeah, that, that, was, the, that yeah. was actually the first incident, first real incident that I recall. Oh, I mean, draws. Well, like, yeah, an yeah. in-ring accident yeah. happened. D-Lo, D-Lo and draws. I was like, right. wow, yeah. that was like, the what, first time I ever saw well, that. After that, they banned the pile driver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what. Well, didn't spot Cena it was. didn't Cena do it once afterwards, and he got in trouble for yeah. it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I think Punk Punk did it to Cena during their match on yeah. Raw, yes. yeah. and that was actually a great match. And, and match. I, when he saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, a freaking power driver!" Yeah, they got in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vince they, was not I think happy. Punk got fined, right? Yeah. No, Vince, I think just got really upset, but Cena, I think, uh, said. Forget it. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> like, yeah, back them up. As much as I love, like I love the Bellas. I love Brie Bella. I love Nikki Bella. Like you know, I I know. I, I just love like I love their characters. They cannot keep up with the current crop of female superstars. No. Mm. And I feel like WWE pretends that they are like the Rock and Stone Cold of the women's <laughs> division, and they they pair them off with these super athletic women, and it just it. The, doesn't the, look the, these women are uh, leaps and bounds ahead of them right and I, I think the, not, I think jumping off your point yeah they, they're like the cheerleaders of the WWE I think meaning they're, like you're yeah. right they, they are they are I mean athletic to some point but they're not oh, as yeah, they're definitely athletic it's just these girls today are are way way more talented and I you know they may not have as much star power as Nikki and, and Brie do but I think now we have to take a step back and say, should these women be in the ring with, you know, with with our newer crop of talent? Right. I mean, you know, you, you think about you think about the divas, uh, the women's revolution, and what constitutes uh, a a, a woman wrestler in this day and age. You know, well, Brie and Nikki. I mean, I, I I don't ever ever want to, you know, badmouth or put anybody down who's been in the business and you know make any negative remark about you know how talented they are and whatnot, but. I, I think that um, it comes a point where I think they know their their position and they understand that you know they're really more I feel like ambassadors for the brand now as opposed right. to full time in ring talent um, and uh, you know it is what it is I mean truthfully if you were to ask me I think that they've already clocked out in terms of their personal life in terms of just you know wanting to. Right. You know, I mean, with Brie, you know, and Daniel, you know, Brie staying at home and being a mother, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's really what she is more concerned about. I mean, Nikki, you know, I mean, she was with Cena for a while, but I don't know what's happening with that. But point being, I mean, they seem to be at a point where, you know, they're they're not being relied on as full-time, you know, wrestlers. And, and so, I don't know. Being in that middle spot, it's very weird. You're, you know, it's bring up a point. It's very interesting. Right, having been you know having wrestled for twenty five years myself, I, I know these things. <laughs> oh God, yeah, <laughs> totally. So um, I think I think there's actually two more matches I left. Uh, there's oh, uh, Balor and Mahal or Mayhal, as Cutting uh, likes to say. Jinder Mayhal. That's uh, I think that that was uh, that was when I was trying to, uh, serving you guys uh, expired soda. <laughs> that, that yes, it was. was yes. Yummy. We had, we had raw at my bachelor pad on Monday night. And, I and almost, the expired I, soda I, I expired. John expired soda. Probably about six months ago. Jeez. Hey, <laughs> March is not six months ago. April, May, June, July, August. Oh, it is more than six months ago. <laughs> yeah. That that's the uh, that, that's the cornerstone of having a bachelor pad. Expired po- expired soda, and uh, and half bag of chips that are open with a like a what? <laughs> I say that's a chip clip with a. <laughs> Gravity is my best friend when it comes to open what, uh, potato chips. What I want to know is how much of that soda have you drank since March, Andrew? <laughs> None. Uh huh. I haven't drank any of it. <laughs> That's that was what you're trying to get rid of, trying to poison everybody else. Yeah. So as far as the uh, the ballot match, um, eh. yeah, it was it was right. It was okay. I mean, it's a, it was an advertisement for mixed match challenge, right. and, and Bailey exactly. basically uh, Bailey interfered in it. Bailey interfered and Balor played the victory. And right. Eh. Mahal's manager, you know, uh, they had that 
Until weird you segment at the end where they were all breathing in the ring and you look at yeah, him then. And I don't get that. Jinder Mahal is now a, a meditator. Oh, like in the last... A meditator. Is that the right I, word? I don't know. I don't know what the correct terminology is. He's but a guru. A guru. Uh, he, I don't know. He's a love guru, love which guru. is an awful movie, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like he gets down in the middle of the ring after beating up uh, Sunil Singh. Oh, that was a weird exchange. Yeah. He beat him up, picked him up by the ear, and then they all sat in the ring together and did yeah. the breathing exercise. Yeah, not, didn't pick him up the ear like uh, like Jeff Hardy would, but... Um, Blah. Yeah. <laughs> Blah. Oh, my but, uh, God. But, yeah, it was such a weird... Like, he yeah. beat the crap out of Sunil Singh, mm-hmm. and then Sunil kind of, like, knelt down to Gendry afterwards, and, like, yeah. it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just come back into the ring and hold my ribs <laughs> while meditating with my my boss, I guess, because <laughs> the so, right terminology I think, I, um, I think that was actually... That's the last match? No. Oh, we had no. Bobby Roode. Well, yeah, we have, oh, no, we had Chad Gable with Bobby Roode against... Well, no, there was Andrew another match. Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. I want to leave the, the Bobby Roode one for last. Ooh. Because that'll segue well, we, into we what we're actually to, talking uh, about. I think we should probably skip over to SmackDown. Okay, Nia Jax was good. Okay, SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SmackDown was, was pretty good. So, uh, by the way, the three of us, meaning myself, Danny, and Nicholas, have not watched SmackDown. So Ooh. Andrew is going to be doing this all by himself today. <laughs> all right, I'll try to do a five minute five Smackdown recap because it's just me talking, so I can't talk for more than five minutes. So, Go for it, baby. Oh, jeez. Wait. So I think the biggest um, the John staring at me with weird eyes. I think he's. I think he wants to. I think he I, wants to wrestle me. I think we're just listening intently to yes. what you're saying. No, so we had uh, the AJ and Samoa Joe contract signing, which, of course, throughout the episode, everyone was saying, oh, or Paige was saying, oh, this is going to be uh, a, a crazy end of SmackDown. We all know how these contract signings go. So you had AJ come out at the very end of the show, and then Samoa Joe was not there. His music was playing, but he wasn't there. And guess where he was? Via satellite from AJ Styles' home. Now, didn't we talk about finally, this? Finally, didn't, finally. Didn't we talked about this last week or two weeks ago. About last yeah. week, they should do a home invasion angle. And actually, I gotta well, say, I spoke. Was... I spoke with my dad about this, and well, he, he said say? he said he made a phone call to Vinnie Mac, and he made <laughs> it happen. He's our. He's the empty arena agent, the, yes. the, the low key <laughs> producer agent. He, he's our roadie. Um, so the the show ended with uh, AJ basically begging Samojo not to hurt his family. Which was actually, it was a crazy turn because yet love it. AJ was confident, arrogant the whole night, saying, if I see Samoa Joe, I, you know, I can't promise you that he's going to make it to you know, Super Showdown. No, no word from Samoa Joe, and then at the end you realize that he was at AJ Styles' house. Now, did, did he bring Wendy's to Wendy? Uh, I think he brought Burger King to Wendy's, which is... <laughs> that's bad, that's yeah, bad advertising. He saw the Burger King... Uh, uh, Bag and AJ was telling him, "No, don't bring it to Wendy." Wait, but did, but did yeah. he go? Did he go in the house or no? No, you don't know. You don't know. The camera cut out, and you. That's, oh, they leave I you love it! I love it! It's Brian Pillman all over again. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they, they leave you in except uh, ex- except someone Joe didn't use a gun. Right, no, was, no gun. Right. It was. I thought it was a perfect way to end SmackDown. I thought it was. You know, it it, it made a lot of sense. But um, cutting back, sorry, to the very beginning of the episode. We had the first ever um, segment of the the real truth featuring our truth instead of Ms. TV. He's back. Our hey, truth still wrestles. So our truth, yeah, our <laughs> truth and Carmella had their own show. Uh, their guest was Daniel Bryan, and there was back and forth between the two of them. And of course, the Miz comes out. Our <laughs> truth or Carmella? <laughs> no, our truth and Carmella now are are now a team. They're a mixed match team, but. She is like his manager now. I wonder she, how. She, uh, she I wonder face. how. What's his name? James. Uh, oh, James Ellsworth has been fired for quite that. a bit. <laughs> um, you so, had uh, so K Quick and Carmella. K Quick and Carmella. So K Quick fought. Ron, the truth fought, fought against the, the Miz. The Miz picked up the victory, and he got his show back. Um, I didn't even know our truth had a show. Our truth had well. This this the first episode was on Tuesday. But he had it back. So why 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 would he have a no, show? In- no 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 no. The Miz won his show back. Oh okay. They were supposed oh, no. to do Miz TV. Right. The Miz I, TV. Pay attention, John. I missed that. John. I missed that. Oh my god. Uh, all right. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try. Damn. I'll try to go quicker here for, uh, through SmackDown. Um, Snooze fest over here. We had hey hey SmackDown <laughs> was a better show than Raw this week. 
Um, <laughs> that's usually the case, regardless. Yeah. We had the, uh, we had Sheamus and and uh, and Biggie, in a match, just kind of a placeholder till their fight at Super Showdown. Outside of that, uh, low low point of SmackDown was seeing Asuka and Naomi as a tag team. I don't love it. Asuka deserves so much more. I don't know why they're doing this. So, so, was that the last match of SmackDown? Or the last thing you uh, wanted to speak about? Oh, no, there was a, one other segment, which I thought was... Actually, this this might go... We could actually probably start talking about our larger segment, because yes. the, two, the two topics we wanted to discuss left from Raw and SmackDown... We segue perfectly into this. Segue perfectly into this, and... What I'm referring to on SmackDown is the Rusev Aiden English segment. And what I'm referring to is, uh, yep, and what I'm referring to with Raw is the Connor Chad Gable segment wrestling match. <laughs> there, oh there's too many words there. God. The Connor and Chad Gable match. I, I, that was just not a, I don't know. To see, to see Chad Gable getting, you know, to, to lose to, uh, to Connor was, was upsetting. Well, that's not upsetting. You know what's upsetting? And I'm smiling because you guys are kind of wondering what I'm going to hear. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. That is such an awkward, awkward, awkward <laughs> tag team. <laughs> so It's awkward. just clearly like... Glorious. I think it's glorious. Bobby Roode's a little older. Chad Gable's a little younger. It kind of looks Well, they're weird. not dating, so... Well, I know they're not dating. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a, a Tony Stark, Peter Parker dynamic. Uh-huh. But not so, as n- n- not as uh, charming, <laughs> Mister Rude. I don't feel so good. Yeah. If anyone's seen Infinity War, that's spoilers. You, that's you getting buried, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that 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 that's such an awkward tag team. That's the only term out. That's the only term I could use for this. I hear you. And and I feel like going back to SmackDown, Andrew. Well, going back on SmackDown, going back to SmackDown. Um, you know, we had uh, the Rusev and and Aiden English. They were a tag team where two singles competitors became one team. And last week, Aiden English interfered in, in Rusev's U.S. title match, cost mm-hmm. him the match. Aiden English is no longer Rusev's buddy. He came out on SmackDown, or Rusev came out on SmackDown, demanded uh, an answer from Aiden English. And what was actually a very entertaining segment, Aiden English came out, explained himself, said, you know, you are... Um, you know, you used to be on top, and then Lana ruined this for the both of us. We, you know, I took you from obscurity, and I, you know, we, I, I made you relevant again, and now Lana is bringing you back down. You know, we, we need to drop her. How dare he? Yeah, you were day. <laughs> but this now, this is something Danny's gonna love. I promise you, you will love this. I can't wait to hear it. So as he was leaving the ring, or as he was as he was leaving the the. Uh, the Titantron, you know, he was up there and Rusev was down in the ring. Uh-huh. He, uh, had his, he had his promo and then he ends it by saying, and did Lana tell you about that night in Wisconsin? And he yes. dropped, he dropped the mic and walked away. Drama! And, and Rusev, I love it! <laughs> Rusev was none too pleased I with love Lana. It. <laughs> Lana was freaking out. And backstage... Rusev, please, it's okay. No, no Literally, accent. that's what she said. <laughs> no accent, though. No accent. Oh, oh right, she doesn't have the accent She anymore. dropped right, that right, accent right. like a sack of hammers. Like like Kofi <laughs> dropped his accent with, with uh, Triple H. <laughs> hey, did, did you have a Jamaican accent? Have a Jamaican accent? <laughs> yeah, I did. No, but that was actually, it was a pretty pretty entertaining uh, smackdown. Then we had Ty, Dill- Ty Dillinger and Randy Orton are now in somewhat of a program. Eh. Hmm. Nah, okay. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> but Orton did say probably what was on a lot of people's minds when they said, why did you why did you attack Ty Dillinger? His response was, I'm just tired of that perfect 10 shit. <laughs> 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 he didn't say shit, but I thought it was funny. Well, so. you know, speaking about all these tag teams. Yes, guys, tag teams. I think we should uh, start our main topic of uh, unlikely tag teams that, unlikely that have tag uh, teams. Yes, unlikely tag teams mismatched tag teams and kind of some of them that worked and some of them that didn't work maybe I'd like to start off with uh, one that a lot of people tend to forget all the time William Regal and Tajiri William Regal and Tajiri oh, that, that was a that was a I thought that was a good that was. tag team yeah it, it, it was funny because one was English yeah. one was Asian and and, and they got along well, but they got 
shit done essentially. Yeah, yeah. they were they were a good they were an entertaining tag team. Yeah, and they were they were actually tag champions for a little bit. Too. I mean, they 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 were there for a purpose, and they fulfilled that purpose. They made things funny. They made things entertaining. They you know it, it, they weren't necessarily there to make the tag team championships really super important necessarily, but make it funny and entertaining. Yeah. I think that's and important. They, it, it, did, it bordered on that like silly yet serious because mm-hmm. they were still an actual, they were an actual tag team but it wasn't like the Santino Morello level of Comedy. silliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, that's, I mean, a, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a good callback. I yeah, like that. They, that was um, a good one. And that also calls back a little bit further to when William Regal was commissioner. Yes. And Tajiri was his assistant. Tajiri was his assistant. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. And he, uh, while on NXT, I think there was a segment where Tajiri came back for a, like, tournament. Right. And when he learned that Tajiri was coming back, this is, like, maybe a year ago or two years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, like, he talked to Tajiri, and he's like, oh, hey, hey, Tajiri, how's it going? And he's like, oh, I can't, I can't wait to work with you. And then as soon as, like, Tajiri left... William Regal went to like security and said, "Make sure he does not come back in this room." It's <laughs> hysterical. Yeah, you gotta look it up. That's funny. Anyone else with any? Uh... Well, I mean, I'm gonna talk about one of the ones that uh, made fire and made and fire, made fire, and that's obviously the Mega Powers Gorilla. Ooh. Now, if Chris was here, he'd be like, "Hey guys, so I'm gonna talk about the Mega Powers." Gorilla, the mega powers—they collide. And, you know, I think now, I think the mega powers are great. Now, Danny, uh, for those of us that don't know what the mega powers are, please explain. So the mega powers was Hulk Hogan and Brother. the Macho Man. Ooh. And if uh, for those of you listening, obviously Danny doesn't realize that we don't have a video camera set up. He just did the <laughs> I just the, did the, the finger the thing. That he did the, the finger wave. He did the finger yes, wave. Yes, yes, because I'm a, a, a true fan. But um. You know, I when you look at something like that, the the story behind first and foremost, they were, you know, two different style wrestlers. You know, Hogan was the big brute guy, and Macho Man was the high flyer. They worked very well together, and one of the things that um, that I really liked about it is that the after story was so good. Right, you know, Hogan, the whole thing, the whole thing with Hogan and uh, and uh, Miss Elizabeth, and then Macho Man getting upset, and it all just spiraled to an amazing match at um, WrestleMania Five, and I think that that that's something that you know that they did extremely well because they had a great tag team, and then they took that tag team, and when it was time for them to split up. They made it just so powerful, and like everybody was anticipating that. Match. People were involved in that story because they were together for so long. Yeah, and they exactly. were too over. That that's like the you yeah, know, they were the it guys back. Right. You know. Like, right, and they had to make Macho Man the bad guy technically yeah. in it, but oh, it again, so Danny good. did the quotation marks with his fingers. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving a visual for people who can't see this. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I just, I just really. Classic, yeah. I just really like that because you know a lot of times with tag teams, they do like a quick breakup, they do one match, but this particular breakup was the center stage of WrestleMania Five. Now with yep. these two particular guys, these two particular guys. Nobody gets that reference. <laughs> if you could get that reference, Joe V, please email us at uh, mtreadpodcast at gmail dot com. The two youths. <laughs> two youths. Oh, I just gave it away. <laughs> to who? Uh, so, Nick, you have any ideas for? Uh, um, I'm sure you have plenty. Kane and X Pac. Ooh, I remember that one. That Kane was a and weird X-Pac. one. Yeah, that was. Are a we weird. saying that one worked or didn't work or? Oh, it definitely worked. I, think it worked, I, right? I mean, they they got tag team gold uh, out mm. of it. Um, at least on one occasion. I don't know if they were multi champions, but they. Um, you know, it was very interesting how they came together. I mean, mm. I, I, you know, the, the, the corporation storyline, you know, 98, 99, you know, it was kind of a blur to me because I don't remember it as much. But, um, yeah, that was that, that worked pretty well, I think. They were a good team. Didn't they have a, a, a tag team name? What was it? What, did they actually have a tag team name? I, 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 I vaguely remember that they had one. You know, the Hell Pack. I don't know. That would be cool, but no. <laughs> um, 
I just, I, I feel just like, think I feel like it was like the colors green and red. red. Right. Green, red. And that, right. I guess that's why it worked because they, yeah. they, I feel like King can also work with anybody. As oh, yeah. Far as Let, let's be honest. Those are Christmas colors. Winning combination. <laughs> Christmas colors. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like by that same, you know, like you have Kane and X Pac. You also had Kane and RVD. Yep. That worked. Yeah. You had Kane and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that, that team held out. That worked. RVD, so underrated. RVD. That was, you know, well, RVD himself were that tag team. No, no, no. That tag team, that tag team was okay, but I, I feel like it didn't have as much. Like, even the Kane and Daniel Bryan had more of an impact at that than that, and I didn't really like the Kane and Daniel Bryan uh, combo. I f- like, with, with both, I thought it was funny. Again, it was one of those tag team, you know, match matchups that you know that I think worked. That was like five, six years ago. Yeah. Um, it worked, and it, I think it helped Brian kind of go from Royal Rumble to Mania without losing his spot on the card. Eh. It helped. Him. That, agree, that, agree. Is that the sound of the night? Eh. Eh. eh is agree to disagree. <laughs> I think yes. he the, I, I think he kept the I, I, of the main <laughs> event picture. Yeah, the t- you see, I I disagree. I think that it kind of took him down a little bit, but that's just me. But you know, everybody everybody has their own view on it. Is it more of like just a smaller guy in WWE not getting, un- like? I feel like I feel he, it's like, like he needed something. He needed something he needed, to do. Yeah, something that, else. And that's maybe. my that's my problem. He needed something to do until WrestleMania, so they just kind of threw him with Kane, and you know they had like funny stuff going on, but you know. It, Instead of making him super serious and building him up in that way, they were doing you know they they went like a, a kind of a different route. But but, I mean, but also Brian Brian was just so on fire that it didn't matter. Hey, what they I, did. I agree to disagree with that one, Danny. Uh huh. Because at during that time, that is when the yes chance started, and also the no chance. That's true. They they did and that. But it, that started, was, it started it before that though. I don't. I don't remember that. It I remember, started before the I, I, yes started. The yes chance that. started when he was a heel. I know yeah. that because he was being annoying, and then that okay. and the no became. chance and became team hell no. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I take that back. It's all right. You um, damn straight you do. Um, Although I think it was better than Kane and RVD. But um, you know it was better than Kane and RVD. Oh, go to my grave. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they worked. They were a better team, Kane and Daniel Bryan. I mean, yeah. Kane and Undertaker was the best. Oh team yeah, but it was destruction. Great. But you know it's better than that. Kane and the Hurricane. Oh God! Yes. What? Oh, what God. is with Kane and all these good tag teams? I let's talk know. about let's talk about the Hurricane and how he pinned the Rock. Staying in the back. There's a Hurricane coming true. Yeah, let me tell you, Hurricane stepped up when Austin was hurt going into Mania 19, and that's really I think what happened because Austin was off TV, so they had to give the Rock something to stay busy while he was on TV. So they put him in these segments with Hurricane. Let me tell you, I, I, I go back, I watched him. It was good stuff. And they I, were I remember, funny, man. I remember. The one thing that sticks out about this to me is at one point, uh, Helms, Shane Helms went up to Kane and he's like, Citizen Kane. And I was like, that is fantastic. That is great. Because he was a superhero. Yes. He had a superhero. Yeah, but, I right. love it. But uh, how long was that tag team? Uh, how long they... Not that not long. Run? Yeah. Because I didn't really... I don't remember that. This that, that may have been like the weeks where my dad didn't let me watch uh, <laughs> TNN uh, Raw in the, in the, in the living room. <laughs> Kane, oh, Hurricane. Okay. Yeah. Clever. I, get it. I like it. I just think when I think I don't Hurricane, think that was a, I don't think that was a name. You you think about New Orleans when you think Hurricane? Oh, there. <laughs> and and the, no, no, no. I mean the Oof. drinks. I mean Oof. the drinks. Calm okay. down. I thought, Calm you, I thought down. that was an awful Katrina reference. I mean the drinks because Andrew and I were just <laughs> Andrew and I were just down there, and we had several hurricanes while we were. The last there. night we had several hurricanes, and we decided to just take our flight at. 4 a.m. <laughs> so, so with with several hurricanes, that both of you flood New Orleans. Oh my God! Uh, you know what I oh, meant. Oh come on! You, you come can make on. the hurricane joke, and I can't say that. I didn't uh, make it like that. I meant uh, the drink, guys. <laughs> well, in any regard, every time I think hurricane, I think of Rosie and Hurricane. Yeah, and Mighty Molly. Ah, oh, Rosie. So every time I rest Mighty in place, Molly, I think of them three. But that's mm. another tag team that was you know randomly put together. Yeah. They gave Rosie a, a, a superhero gimmick. I think it worked. Let's talk about a tag team that was put together that everybody thought was super stupid, 
and it ended up being one of the most amazing tag teams of all times. All right, well, all right. We, I think we all know what that's going to be. And the count of three, okay. the count of three, we all say it, okay? One, two, two three. Rock and Sock Connection. I'm saying Santino Barella and Kozlov. No. <laughs> Rock and Sock. I yes. mean, dude. Rock and Sock Connection, yes. As far as entertainment value, I think that... Wasn't they, a they were day a 15 the, on a 10 scale. Yeah, wasn't a day in the life of the rock or whatever it was. Like this is this is the rock. This is life. the rock. This, this is your life. life. This is yeah, your this life. Is your life. Rock. I mean, wasn't it like one of the number one segments? Yes. On on Raw, like ever played? for a very long time. That's crazy to me. And, and, he, and it was hilarious. And he rehashed that a couple of years ago with Cena, I believe. Right? Wasn't that yeah, Cena uh, when he brought back like Cena teachers and all that stuff? Yeah, it wasn't that great though. No, I don't. Because <laughs> nobody cares about I John Cena's life. I distinctly remember with that feud, and that was uh, during that time that I was still like getting used to watching, you know, uh, the, the wrestling product. So that was like, 99, 98, where they won the tag mm-hmm, titles right. together. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember seeing The Rock getting pissed that Mankind, like, I, I think he gave like the Manimal Claw to like, I think Billy Gunn or Road Dog. I think they were fighting the New Age Outlaws. They won damn, the tag belts. Damn, I think damn. on an episode of Raw. And then The Rock was pissed, and I was like, "He just won a belt. Why would he be pissed that he, he won?" And then you, looking back, I'm I like, "Oh yeah, because he got saddled with you know working I with loved mankind." It. I love it. Was it, it was, was just, but it's hysterical. It was, and he loved it. It was great because he played off of that. He was like, "You jabroni, get away from me, mankind!" You know, like, it was just and hilarious. That was, that well, was and I think that's, I, I kind of think that's when the when he started going from like uh, like the the sad heel mankind. We, he we was, had, I mean, he, they, they were both super over. Yeah. They were both really Yeah, and I think that's when he started coming out and was, like, very, you know, into the crowd and his cool car wreck theme music. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he went from, like, his depressing music to the car wreck. I love, no, that was such a good, it's a solid tag team. Great. It was great. And, and you know, the, the thing about it is the dynamics that they had and, and the... The story, see, that's again, it, it, it always comes back to the story for me. The story that they told, the, the funny shit that they did together, you don't see that in tag teams anymore. No. You know? I, and I I'm talking about. Sometimes, now, but. I'm talking about legit tag teams, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, when has the revival done a crazy segment? They, you know, they, they don't have to do anything comedy, but just like a crazy segment. Or like, you know, I'll even take it as far back as, as uh, Hawk and Animal. You know the, the road warriors like they had. Oh, what a rush! Gosh. They they had some really cool segments and they were just scary. You know, like you don't get that. You know, yeah. even even like the dude. What's the uh, the guys who were with Bray Wyatt? What, what's their tag? Harper and Rowan. The Harper and Rowan. Harper and Rowan. The Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. They walk around with with a, a sledgehammer. That's it. You know, where's where's yeah. their where's their backstage stuff? It, well, I, I, mean, I think they're supposed to show that they're powerful. They're not, you know, funny. I mean, meanwhile, you have... Yeah, but even the, the AP... Look at the APA. Yeah, that was the definitely, The APA was, APA was super awesome. powerful, but they but they had such great set. You could have great segments you know, with, the, with the Bludgeon Brothers. Well, you also have two Hall of Famers with that, too. That's so. true. That's true. I think it's a matter of, of making the tag team, you know, exist outside of the ring. Showing right. like what they do yes. as individuals, like yes. but together, like if they're like like Kane and Daniel Bryan got over with those anger management segments, right, right. That's Even though they got, were stupid, that's anyway. mm, <laughs> uh, and, and, and the, one of my favorite things was when they were uh, in the restaurant together, and Daniel Bryan was trying to eat the meatball. Doctor Shelby and he, like threw up. He's like because he's. Just, <laughs> <laughs> and then he threw up by Kane's like boot, and Kane looks down like. <laughs> like you need to, but no, Daniel's right. Like they. There needs to be segments with them outside of the ring, mm-hmm. so you know that they're, yeah. you know, friends. And like, like New Day did that. Like New Day has been so over for so long because they exist as a unit. They don't. But exist. you know what? Though? Exactly. When when the New Day debuted, I thought they were gonna suck, and so did everyone else. Yeah. They, their their they promos were awful. Promos were awful. And they, then and then they decided to change their gimmick up a little bit. They were and heels. They, yeah. yeah. And then they became faces. And yeah, I mean, they were over for like three or four years. Yeah, I mean. A great tag team knows how to connect with the audience, just like a great solo wrestler. I mean, there's, but with a tag team, it's it's, in some ways, I guess it's more difficult because at least when you're one person, you have control over what you say and you have your own way of um, 
putting your finger on the pulse, as you will. I mean, back in the old days, at least when you know guys and girls weren't running off of a script as they are now. With a tag team now, it's hard because you have to, you know, always be looking at another person and not just yourself trying to gauge what's going on, but you have to be in sync with the other person. So it takes a lot of planning and I think it takes a lot of time, you know, for two people to spend, you know, behind the scenes working with each other and, you know, you know, keeping plan B's in case, you know, things go wrong. It's a lot of work. Right. And, and you know what's even better? Like um, all those people are either brand new or they're paired with veterans. Right. What about when two veterans get paired together? Like... Jericho, Jericho. I thought that was that was great. Yeah, that was a a good overheel tag team. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, you know, when you have two veterans, like, veterans, veterans. Hello, when you have two veterans, <laughs> uh, you they they know how to work off of each other and, and mm-hmm. get some chemistry together. You know, there's one there's one that we haven't mentioned yet though. That, I don't know. I'm that afraid I think, to, that I think you guys, you guys, are, are missing the gold, and 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 in it. But hold on, can you, I can I guess? Uh huh. I'll play three questions, not twenty questions. Uh huh. Is it an attitude error? I think. Or is it, or is it aggression? That? I think it's question mark. One one guy uh, the, is the Riddler and Batman. I think I, I know. Okay. I think I know what it is. One guy fought Rowdy Rowdy Piper in uh, WrestleMania 13, and he was and he paints his face. Okay. And then the other guy is a. Uh, is he a six time or a five time? Five time. Booker T and Goldust. Booker T and Goldust was super over. Um, <laughs> it was so weird. That was a good yeah. tag team. I didn't get it. They were an entertaining tag team. We yeah. got two singles guys. Um. They're two single guys. Let's, let's talk about, <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about a few that didn't work at all. Because the ones that we mentioned work well. Doink and dink. Dink and doink. <laughs> <laughs> what about Orton and Bray? Did it work? No. I don't even remember it happening. Yeah, me neither. Are you yeah, sure it was Orton and Bray? Not, uh, wasn't that sad? I don't even remember it happening. Wasn't it? No, wasn't it? Um, uh, who did Bray uh, tag with recently? Hardy. Hardy. Jeff Hardy, right? Yeah, Matt but, Hardy. But last Matt, year, uh, yeah, Frank. No, you're right. Sorry, but last year, that's why Orton and and Wyatt they faced each other, faced each other at Mania, because they had like Orton that and and, and, uh, and Wyatt, like he infiltrated the Wyatt family and ripped them apart. But it just it was I think a feud that went on for too long, and like like you were saying, there was some emotional tie to it, but it just. It went on for too long, and they did the same. Yeah, same sketch. stuff every week, and just it, it, it gets stale. I don't know. It didn't work. Um, I have I have a list of a few rando tag teams that I don't know if they necessarily worked. Um, Hogan and Edge. See, I don't oh, even remember that. That, that was a. It was. That a, was, it was like a, a, I don't remember that. That was that was like a fun sort of. It's one time sort of. That thing. was okay. a stupid little okay. thing, you know. All right, yeah. you all right? You tell me this then. Flair and Batista. Well, they're, they're, they're half of revolution. They were half of revolution. It was expected, but yeah, I mean, they together, was, I don't know. It was, it was a just... means just to get the gold onto one team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was just, uh, we're just I was going to go through this list. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. my hit list of... Uh, Bullet points. Hmm. Now, what do you guys think of <laughs> Triple H and Stone Cold? Did it actually work? Or was it just more of a way for Triple H to stay relevant? I see. I see. see I, where I, don't, you're, I, hmm. I, I don't remember that. I like, see where you're going with that. Yeah, that was right after. Uh, that was right after Mania 17. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 17. This yeah. is uh, this is when when Stone Cold like kind heel. of uh, turned heel he and was, worked for. Yeah. He worked for the man. It for was, Vince McMahon. I, I don't remember that, but it was short lived. Yeah. It, wasn't it was like called any, the Power yeah, Trip. Yeah, it was short lived. You know, I, I tell you, very interesting because that was. Um, Stone Cold becoming an actual heel mm. uh, for the first time since '96 when he, you know, originally came along, and you know, this was his. Now and he was the ringmaster. They were turning him heel. They they took their cash cow and they they gambled with yeah. turning him heel. And the interesting thing was, you know, at the time, you know, you you think about The Rock, you know, leaving to you know go back to Hollywood to do more projects there. So you had your your your, your big. You know, you had Austin and The Rock in the main event. So Austin turns heel. Rock is leaving. You still have Triple H as a heel. And what was interesting at the time is that they didn't have 
the one like baby face really truly lined up i think to step in and be the guy that would go against um you know austin and triple h so you had i mean you had taker you had kane you had jericho i mean you even had benoit because benoit and jericho were taking with each other Who? So then, uh, yeah, I don't, know that, I, I don't, don't know Don't bring that name but, up. But, um, like, and then... Yeah, I have to edit that in post now. And, then, and, then, and then what happened was you had the WCW invasion, like, not long after, and Triple H blew his quad, I think, a month or two before that, and then everything changed. So then, you know, it was really, um, really interesting how, you know, it, it wasn't long, it didn't last for long, but... It, I'm curious to where it would have it, went. It, yeah, it didn't last for long. And I don't think it would have gone anywhere exciting, because... People didn't like seeing Stone Cold. They were still cheering for him. Yeah, exactly. They didn't. They didn't. He took a steel chair and was bashing Lita over the back with it yeah. during that Hardy Boy beatdown segment, and people yeah. were going nuts. It was like I remember you that couldn't do anything so to well. get him. Isn't that heat. crazy? My dad actually watched it with me. He's like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? It's like the one time they decided to put on wrestling and like you watch it. Don't you love when you try to like introduce what wrestling to somebody and it ends up being like the worst possible thing? <laughs> I remember I was uh, speaking of a weird ass tag team. It was it was uh, uh, Stardust and King Barrett in like one of the most cringeworthy segments what? of my. Uh, yeah. I don't remember now. I'm gonna uh, pull the John. Stardust and Barrett. Yeah. Stardust gave, I vaguely remember that. Oh my god! And he gave like yeah. if anyone watched that like that wasn't a wrestling fan, they would just walk out. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's, you, said that. you would you would apologize and be like, <laughs> be I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. That. I will. Well, that's like when Bri and Nikki uh, refuting. I wish I was never born or something like that. Like, wasn't yeah, the whole... That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like another scene where uh, if you try to introduce somebody... Uh, who else you got in your awkwardness attack? You know, you know a, quest, a question for you guys. Yes. I don't know if you want to do this or not, but it just kind of popped into my mind. What about tag teams that never were that you would have liked to have seen hmm. if you could pick yeah. two wrestlers? Hmm. I, don't know, I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about that either. Um, All right, just a thought. As as as, maybe, as we as we chat, you know, something comes to one of our minds. I'm sure we'll uh, maybe you know, we can yeah, save that for another uh, episode. That sounds like because that could be a whole another. I think monster. we could talk like another that could hour. Be a can of worms. Yeah. 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 So all right, good point. Um, so maybe that's something that we should do next time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So going down the line, I think there was another one. Maybe Andrew. I don't know if you wrote this one down this on my list. I don't know the list of slips. You just made the list. <laughs> um. Opposite of the rock and sock. Stone Cold and Dude Love. Does anybody remember that? Very short lived. That was like a, a, a one month thing. Yep. Yeah. Very short lived. <laughs> um, but I mean, I love Dude Love, so. Yeah. I can't <laughs> say anything bad about him. And uh, these, oh. basically, they were t- uh, they were they were tag champions until uh, Austin had his neck injury. Mm. Right. Uh, yeah, ninety seven. Owen Powell drove him. So one of one of the the best tag teams of all times was on WCW and they were called the Mamalukes. The Mamalukes. <laughs> it's it's a it's yeah. a real it's a real tag team. That's what yep. that's what Mama we call it. That's what we call you and your dad when you when you, when you, when you, when you go to the diner. It's the Mamalukes. <laughs> when you go into the Salem area and they were a real they were a real tag team. Oh, I just thought of that. I, I have a list that I think it's a recent list of of, of tag teams I think worked. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me. Go for quick, it. Quick yay or nay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. The bar. Yes. Yay. Wait, what was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, if these tag teams work. <laughs> Just a or yes or no. Work. Yeah. 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 At first, I didn't think so, but yes. 100%. Break chemistry. Yes. Miz and Sandow. No. Mm, Cody yeah. and Sandow was great. Miz and Sandow. Oh, nice one, actually. Cody agreed, and Sandow. Agreed with Nikki. Cody and Sandow was awesome. Cody and that Sandow was a good heel tank. All right, kill two burns with one stone. Mm-hmm. Seth and Dean. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean of course it works. I mean, it's two thirds of the shield. So two thirds, two thirds of the shield. Michaels and Cena because they won tag gold. I do remember that. I don't think it was a legitimate tag team, but it's just funny to look back and say. I, I do remember that they did have Shawn the tag. Michaels and John Cena won the I tag team. I can't say anything bad about jo- Shawn Michaels. Ever. But you can say everything bad. But about I can Cena. say bad things about <laughs> Cena. <laughs> yeah. A, a legend and a rising star at the time. I mean, well, the star at the time, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't know how I felt about that one, honestly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How about Eddie and Ray? Great. Oh, of course. That was it a worked. really it was a, good... It was a big dude and a small dude. They, guys, what? Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was a big guy? 
Yeah, bigger than Ray. Everybody was bigger like, than Ray. By like 40 pounds. <laughs> tops. Yeah. And they I were both tiny. And I know Nick mentioned this before. I think it worked really well. Orton and Edge as rated RKO. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. I think it worked well. Two of the most hated guys in the company at the time. And it worked. Became a tag they team, kept yeah. that they yep. kept that heat real high. Yep. And Diesel, Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. That, that worked. Although, would you consider that an actual like two singles guys get teaming up or was it Well, he was more his manager. His yeah, manager. Diesel was more of his bodyguard. He they was were brought tag in. champions. Right? Yeah, then then they became yeah. tag champions. Um And then they put the they put uh didn't uh, Diesel get the heavyweight championship at one point? He, yeah, he eventually did. Diesel yeah. actually had an Intercontinental title run too. Yeah. I think he beat Razor for it at some point. What about what about the the AOP was in there? What about one? Oh, of the, Razor. That, that's Razor Ramon. Ramon. Ah. What about one of the greatest tag teams of all times? Fake Razor and Fake Diesel. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Funny story. Uh, fake good. Diesel. It wasn't that. Kane? Fake Diesel was Kane. Yeah. Diesel there you go. Kane. Yep. I mean, He's, Fake Razor and anywhere. Fake Diesel. What a great tag team. <laughs> Dr. Dwight Yankum. <laughs> the, the, insa- the insiders. Was that, they, that should be the, name, the insiders. Um, believe it or not, uh, they should really do something like that. That'd is, be funny. There is actually uh, the third. Most uh, the, the longest reigning WWF United States Tag Team Championship. Uh, the team, the name is the Fabulous Kangaroos. Hmm. So that's going way back, and I'm, I'm looking at this, and it's actually pretty funny. Like 1920. It, it, it's it. It was two Australians, uh-huh. and one of them was an Italian Australian. Hey, mm. alright. Yeah. Hello. But, and the other was an Australian Australian? Australian Australian. <laughs> I heard that they might make I a, mean, an appearance I, at Super Showdown. Yeah, maybe. If you're <laughs> if, no, if you're talking about Australian tag teams, the best Australian tag teams of all time was the Bushwhackers, obviously. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole man. You didn't like the Bushwhack? Come no, on. No, no, no. I, I, I thought they were fine. I don't know the Bushwhackers fine. from Australia. Yeah, they're from Australia. Are we sure about that? Check it. Are we sure, Mike? Check it. We're I put money on it. I mean, I, to the ever ever omnipotent Wikipedia. And I, I that gotta knows say, all. I absolutely love the tag team of Drew McIntyre and Ziggler. It yes. just reminds me of it's working. Diesel and I know Ziggler's role in this is is more so to help put over Drew, and I think eventually he's going to turn on him. But I think it's oh, just yeah. a good combo. If you consider New Zealand. Oh shit, New Zealand! Damn New Zealand, it. so close. So, same thing. Well, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, speaking of weird tag teams, what about Mosh and the what was they Mosh and Thrasher, the Headbangers? The Headbangers, yeah. Boy, that was yeah. legit. Yeah, they were they were a legit tag. Yeah, they were legit, but they were, they, they, they were weird. They were I remember that? Yeah, weird gimmick. Yeah. Hey, sometimes it works. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't work. Well, what tag teams? What tag teams started off as tag teams, but the the both people had a great career afterwards. Um, both. <laughs> right, both. Ooh, See, both is right, tough. Both. Oh, I was just saying the Rockers. Shawn I was Michaels, gonna say Marty Jannetty, but yeah, yeah. Marty Jannetty was such a great <laughs> one. Michaels, and then you have. I mean, I guess the Hardys. Yeah, I honestly Edge and, Christ- Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, yeah. I would say the Hardys actually yeah, out of Hardys. those two because even as good as Christian was, Edge was a bigger star. And yes, Christian but you bite your tongue, Christian. I'm a peep. No, okay. I love I love Christian. Christian. I thought he like he had a great. Like, he held up SmackDown and like. Late two thousands, right? Was that, yeah, you was like know he. Oh nine, oh eight. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Oh ten, oh ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh ten, oh eleven. You know, Edge, Edge oh, was oh, Edge was considered out of the two to, to be the one that had the, the 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 star power, and they 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 gave him the ball to run with it. But Christian, you know, it's not like you know, it was not it, was, it wasn't like a situation where the other guy completely fell no, off the, too, fell off the ship and was not so to be seen. Mm-hmm. Christian was still a prominent part of the show, and uh, you know, so that definitely worked. Yeah. Well, or like Jeff and Matt, I always thought Jeff was the going to be the, the the lead guy right. that would be, and he better. was. Matt gave he was him, a little bit, but Matt, Matt Hardy came came through. Yeah, yeah. Matt came Hardy came through a lot. Like, you know, Hardy, like Jeff Hardy, had a great career in WWE, and like maybe Matt Hardy's career wasn't that great during like, you know, from like two thousand five to two thousand like ten, mm-hmm. and then right. he left the company. Right. Uh, and he blew then he, up. Then he, yeah. he blew up, made a new yeah. name for the, himself. The Dudleys. But Bubba Ray, when, Bubba when, they, Ray when they split up, they went to TNA. You know, Bubba had his own. I mean, Devon had. Devon you know, he was a booker, essentially. Yeah, I mean, even Bubba, I, I don't think he really got too much 
on the solo r- uh, route. But yeah, two point. So, um, yeah. anything else? No, we, I think that's good. We got we got some solid team teams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if you guys, if you guys are listening, any if you have any suggestions, if there's any uh, any anyone we missed, let us know. I mean, I know we didn't talk about uh, women wrestlers yet, but hopefully, in the next uh, few months, we'll be able to talk about that because I think there will be some lady tag belts. That's true. That will debut. So that'll be another whole other conversation for another day. At WWE Revolu- Revolution or Evolution? I always forgot. Evolution. 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 It's a mystery. It's, right, it's a mystery. <laughs> um, Change that no one sees. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, again, if you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us on Twitter at Empty Reader Show. Uh, reach out to us on Gmail at um, Empty Reader Podcast at gmail.com. Instagram. Check out our dank memes on Instagram. <laughs> Empty Arena Podcast on Instagram. We had a really good sign that I posted yesterday. Someone in, in the crowd in SmackDown uh, had a Samoa Joe sign, but it was Samoa mm. Joe's headshot next to Samoa, <laughs> Samoa cookies. cookies. The most delicious Samoa of all the Joe. I mean, I never <laughs> thought of that, and I was, the creativity so, uh, is out of control. So on Instagram, we may actually have a segment on there. Um, sign of the week, possibly, or something. Um, and but again, reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah. Twitter, Gmail. Um, and I think that was going to wrap up our show today. And uh, for the Empty Arena Podcast, I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Danny. I'm Nick. And for well wishes to Chris, good fight. Good, good night. Good night. <laughs> we, need to, we need some names. <laughs> <laughs>